Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bros Pod is, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. They're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, everybody, boys and girls. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm Bill Roden here uh, in an enclave up in upstate New York, uh, though I will be heading down at some point soon, heading into a sports weekend. It's been a great sports week filled with controversy, which, of course, is what we like. <laughs> the media, we feed on that. They <laughs> just feed us. <laughs> uh, you know, it's the worst part of our industry. Anyway, uh, here with my friend and co-host, the great Jamal Murphy. Murph, what's going on down in Brooklyn? What's up, Bill? Here, here in Brooklyn, the the borough you give no respect to, but that that's fine. Well, just because uh, I don't want to go there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. That's a big part of I mean, it. I mean, I mean, I know what the deal is. I used to live in Park Slope. That's right. And, and people, you know, you give a party, get together, and people, oh man, I had to go to Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, it's like it's still like damn. that. So yeah, you know, everything everything is good here. But like you said, a lot, a whole lot going on sports wise. A lot of like controversial stories and it's getting everybody all riled up um and of course you know it starts starts with the nfl yeah of course of course of course you know the nfl of what whatever integrity is left you know now we've got aaron Rodgers' gate right. you know right. of course rogers you know who's gonna miss sunday showdown with with the, with the kansas city chiefs and that's the only thing is the nfl piss and the the network execs because they had this great thing with Rodgers and Mahomes, yep. you know, at Arrowhead. Now, of course, Rodgers is going to miss the game because he had COVID. And then as you continue to pull the strands, well, wait a minute, comes out that he was never vaccinated, although at the very beginning of the season, they was asked, what's his vaccination status? And he cleverly said, I'm immunized. You know, he got some apparent witch doctor, <laughs> some herbal hoodoo to, like, give him some shit. Right. You know, and the NFL and he asked NFL to acknowledge it, and the NFL said no. And, right. and, and so, uh, under our thing, you're not vaccinated, which raises the question well, wait a minute. If you said the guy's not vaccinated and you saw week after week he's going around unmasked, you had to know that he was not vaccinated, yet right. you did nothing about it. So, here we go. You know, uh, how deep will this investigation go? And this at the same time, we're, you know, we're trying to get emails, we're still trying to get emails from the Gruden fallout. We're trying to figure out, you know, can we get some more emails about what other racist stuff do you have access to? So not only have you have that, 
but you have this potential COVID cover-up favoring Aaron Rodgers. And I'm sure a bunch of players should be storming the NFLPA's office. So wait, wait a minute, you know, you know, we have to jump through all these hoops about COVID, and yet you got the star of the league clearly was not vaccinated. You knew it. This guy gets eight weeks of a pass. So yeah. you know, how do you unpack that, Jamal? <laughs> well, going back to the NFL. Uh, and the email situation and the Washington football team investigation, we're not getting those emails because I, I think they've already been burned. Uh, they were, right. They've been burned or, or whatever the, the – uh, the, They've been fried. Yeah, whatever fried. The whatever, yeah, whatever the IT people can do, them, they, they are gone. They won't even write a report. They won't even put anything on paper to make sure that there is no paper trail and you will never know right. what happened with that. So – that's who we're dealing with right here. So if, like you said, and I don't see they had to, they obviously knew Aaron Rodgers' status because, like you said, they denied him of of uh, you know being officially classified as vaccinated, despite his uh, you know whatever he got to be immunized. I don't know what what that even means. You know, maybe right. like you said, maybe they gave him you know some green pills or something. I don't I don't know right. exactly what it was, but you know the NFL is gonna you know expect another another cover up. Whatever, whatever they have to do uh, to make sure that they they get no blame out of this, they'll do. And, they, you know, if they have to, maybe they'll throw Aaron Rodgers under the bus. We'll see. But like you said, they knew all along. They also knew that had to know all along that he wasn't following uh, the same protocols as everyone else is supposed to. I, I, I started thinking about, you know, I wonder how Cam Newton feels about all this. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Well, he's one could get a job. Right. Because he was immunized. Right. And, and he right. said he was immunized. Right. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, well, I really am. You know, yeah. he said lying about it. And what, what's that all about? I mean, you're like, you're lying. So you're, you're ashamed. That's what, that's what you always wonder about the people who are anti-vax or not getting the vaccine. If you're going to, if you're going to have, if you have to lie about it, you probably should be, you probably just should do it. Like that means, that probably means deep down inside, you know, you're not doing the right thing. Uh, or admit it. I mean, right. because, you know, remember, we got on Lamar Jackson right. for saying he wasn't vaccinated. Uh, Cole Beasley, you right. know, they came out and said it. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, had to deal with that backlash. Suppose this guy who says, well, I'm immunized, you know, and then people just kind of let it go because I guess people said, oh, OK, immunized. Yeah. that means you're vaccinated. Yeah. And you then know? he also went on right away to say, yeah, I'm immunized. And, you know. I'm not going to judge those other players who what, if they got it or not. Like, what? But, like, he's holier than now. Yeah, he's right. basically, like, you're straight up lying. You're pretending to be one of the players vaccinated. Like, I don't understand what's going on here. And But but the only thing is, you know, what what, what kind of punishment are we are we talking about? Like, you know, it's well, not, you know, not criminal. Well, it's not criminal. I mean, do you punish somebody for lying? And the NFL of all, of all institutions for right. lying. Right. So what do they do if they find out, you know, do you suspend him? Or, I mean, do you really hurt the Packers, you know, by saying not just one game, two games, we're going to, you're going to miss like the next, you know, three games or something. Or and we're going to, you know, force you to get immunized unless, unless you get vaccinated. If you get vaccinated, then you can play. I don't know what they can do. I know Jordan Love is probably saying, "Yeah, give him five, give him five games." <laughs> uh, yeah. Or hopefully, we we hope we hope that's his attitude. If if he's if he's going to go, you know, that'll be a better case for him actually playing well. Uh, you know, while he gets his chance now, but right. you know, I think I think well, the NFL, I would think they have to at least at least 
punish the team because if they they can at least throw Green Bay under the bus and say, you know, you guys messed up. You know, we yes, we all knew he wasn't vaccinated, but you allowed him to skirt the protocol calls for that were supposed to be in place for unvaccinated players because we know that he was showing up without a mask. He was at a Halloween party that with all these pictures that were taken uh, with with a whole bunch of other players, and and he was he was had no mask on, and that's against protocol. Uh, and they have also they have also punished other teams for do you know for not following protocol in the past. They punished the Ravens. They punished Denver pretty severely. So I think right. they have to do something uh, towards Green Bay, you know, just for the fact that protocols were broken, but also to save their own asses and make them look better. Right. Then I guess uh, you know I guess there really was no no breakout. Uh, well, did, did some Green Bay players uh, have COVID? I know that the backup. Another quarterback is on, but I don't know if they had multiple players uh, with no, COVID. They, I know they had a they had a couple players who missed last week. I know, uh, I think Lazard, one of their wide receivers, was out with COVID right. last week. He's back this week, so there was obviously something. Going Maybe he on. got it from from uh, from Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Maybe, but that that also gets into you know I've had, even prior to this, you know, I had talked to people who who felt that. Aaron Rodgers gets a pass in general. Uh, you know, even, you know, the way he's treated by the media, you know, he's treated as, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league and, you know, and a winner when it's been a while since he's won. And right. he, you know, he won one Super Bowl. He won right. one Super Bowl. That's it. Right. But people treat him, you know, almost just, just a notch below Brady. You right. Know? Exactly. They, they do. I mean, you hear this, this fawning all over the guy. And and his whole thing of being this rebel kind of guy tells it like it is. But yeah, he lies. Right. You know, he lies about about his status. So it'll be interesting. Well, not interesting. It'll be uh, telling what kind of scrutiny comes after now. I mean, do do you know? I wonder if State Farm. <laughs> what 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 State Farm going to do? Are they going right. to still have him as their face? You know. Good question. You know what did he, what did he tell State Farm? Right. You know, did he? Did he you know. <laughs> And 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 the brother who's like the face of State Farm, you know, sort of the actor. Right. You know, right, right. Is, is he gonna say anything? Hey man, I thought the brother was, you know, I thought he was vaccinated. Right. You know, he, right. Unbelievable. No, yeah. no. And and you know, getting back to how the media treats Rogers, I mean, look at look at uh compare his career to Russell Wilson. I mean, right. what's, what's the difference? You know, but right. he definitely gets way more hype than Russell Wilson. Way more. Russell's been to the Super Bowl twice. Right. And one and one one also. One 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 also. So this, this reminds me of another, you know, this story. I don't I don't think we were gonna talk about this. Like we didn't talk about this, but um it reminds me, you know, last week when they were asking uh Tomlin, coach of Pittsburgh, when they were asking Tomlin about you know whether he was gonna take the USC job because you know Pittsburgh is struggling struggling this year. And he, you know, he lost it. It was like, you're asking me if I'm going to take the USC. He's like, they don't have a booster with a with a large <laughs> enough check for that. He was like, do you do you ask Sean Payton this stuff? Right. Do you ask Andy Reid this stuff? You know, right. so that's the it's the same kind of thing. Like, why he's not treated like Payton and Andy Reid, just like Russell Wilson's not treated like Aaron Rodgers, despite the right. same resume. And, right. Though 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 Andy Reid might be interested in that USC job now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true you never know <laughs> you know sean payton too you know one more you know but it's, it's the level of respect i mean the fact that re i mean that that his name was mentioned uh by um 
who's that? Carson Palmer. Right. Carson right. Palmer is one who leaked. That's right. Uh, leaked, leaked Thomas' name. Uh, but but again, but to your point, even that is he mentioned as one of the great. You know, Reed is you know every every week that he's like, oh he's so innovative and whatever. Right. right. And so wait a minute, this guy took him like fifty years to win a Super Bowl. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, the same thing. Sean Payton got one. Right. You know, and he's so, had bad years. Sean Payton's had like you know years where his team was terrible. Uh, right. You know, a couple. And but Tomlin has not. And Tom and Tomlin has uh, actually has terrible teams sometimes. Like this year, his team is terrible, right. but they're still five hundred. Right. Like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't have teams under five hundred. Like I mean, you know, despite an old and aging uh, Roethlisberger, you know, all kind of injuries year after year. He still somehow keeps them, you know, above water. Whereas yeah. these other guys, you put them in the same situation, it's not happening. Well, that's, yeah, I guess this is all a cruise to what we call the black tax. Right. You know, is that whatever your accomplishments, no matter how much you achieve, if you're black, it's never quite uh, the same uh, as your white colleague in any profession. Right. In any profession, no matter what you achieve, it's, you never get. The, the shine that your white counterparts do. And that, that no matter what, whether it's the president of the United States right. or the CEO of a company, right. you know, you never acquire. And again, that's, that gets back to this institutionalized racism and, and, and white supremacy, you know, that black folks just are not perceived as being equal, you know, and even in terms of looking at, we always go back to this quarterback thing and we'll get to your quarterback rating. And I keep thinking about they're still waiting for Baker Mayfield. I mean, you know, finally, I guess maybe both shoulders will have to fall off before they, you know. <laughs> remember uh, uh, the kid in, in San Diego, they were declaring him uh, the next big thing. They were trying to make Trevor Lawrence the next big thing. And then eventually, you know, and now the kid down at the, the Jets, your team, uh, who's the kid who comes in? And as a great Mike, game, Mike White, Mike White, you right. know, Mike White. And it's like, you know, the, I mean, it's the, the desperation for this white hope is just endless. It's like day to day, week to week. Who can we, you know, we need to find a white hope. I guess maybe they say it's just a business decision. You know, you know, we need white heroes to appease all these white fans. You see blocking these stadiums. It's just so funny. Time after time, they always topple, you know, where brothers, you know, exceed and succeed. But it's always, well, you it's know, not enough. Yeah, it's still not yeah. enough. They make it it's seem not. as though those guys didn't succeed. Right. It's routine. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll find. We'll, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to find out how the NFL. The only thing the NFL has got for itself is that, you know, the NFL is like a big drug pusher. And. And NFL football is a drug, and you've got lots and lots of addicts, right. you know, us included. Right. You've got people who are addicted to football, right. you know, and the NFL is a, is a pusher, and that's a very powerful drug. And when you add betting onto that, you've got uh, a ton of addicts, you know. <laughs> so there's very little that the NFL can do that will turn off people to the extent that it hurts the business because people need it. They like, you know, they'll do whatever addicts do to get their fix. You know, the weekly fix, the Monday fix, the Thursday fix, Saturday fix, you know, 
And yeah. hell, I was there too. I said, man, y'all put it on a Wednesday. I watched that too. I watched on a Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing that can really hurt the NFL is is extreme, extreme injury. And I mean, we have, you know, I mean, and to and to the star players, and that's I guess they've taken care of that by not not allowing you to touch the quarterback for the most part, especially especially a white quarterback. They they really don't let you touch a white quarterback in the pocket. Black quarterback get out of the pocket, they you know you're treat him like a halfback. Kind of fair game. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and also I think the only thing that would hurt the NFL is that if if a gambling scandal broke out and they actually saw that there were stars who were throwing games. Right. I, I think that might begin to erode the integrity. That and a player, I think if a player died on the field. Right, right, right. That right. would be that would be tough. Um, you know, but these scandals, I mean, we you know, we talk about the guy Henry Ruggs from right. the Raiders. You know, the Raiders had just been under this whole cloud with John Gruden. And, you know, people just allowed them to kind of get past that. Then you've got this second-year player, Henry Ruggs, at 3.45 in the morning, drives his Corvette 157 miles an hour and plows into this car, killing uh, this 23-year-old woman and her and her dog. Right. You know, and it's just, you can't indict the entire league for that. Um, and, and I don't know really what to say, except it's heartbreaking. And Ruggs' entire life, as it should, should be upended. His his football career should probably be over. I don't I don't think yeah. there should be a, a, a you know he got cut by the released by the Raiders. I don't think yeah that day I, like uh, that night. Yeah yeah immediately you know um, so it, it, again it's just a rough week for the National Football League and then you know then we've had the trading deadlines and you have Von 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 Miller this ten year vet all pro whatever. Just virtually just kind of booted out of Denver overnight. Right. You know, he's, he wakes up a Denver Bronco, then he's in well, now you lost that's just Ram. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Back to rugs, you know, a tragic, tragic incident. Like you said, 157 miles per hour. I mean, to me, and he's two, he was he was, you know, two times above the uh blood right. alcohol limit. Also had a loaded gun in the car. Right. He was traveling with his with the mother of his child uh and she was seriously injured in the passenger seat i mean that that's i mean going 157 miles per hour that's suicidal behavior you you know your mind is not right and you say obviously you can't indict the league over that but there's something there's some connection I think that's there, you know, like that allows you to play like when you're playing that type of sport. Um, and obviously this doesn't not everybody, um, but obviously not everybody's mental health is being monitored or or helped because that to me, that's just suicidal behavior uh, yeah. to go to be going that fast with a loaded gun. Um, this is you know, he's only a, he's only 21 years old uh, or 22 years old. He was a 12th overall pick last year out of Alabama. You know, it's just, a, a, you know, such a sad, sad story. Yeah. And, and, then, they have, what you and then they have to play a game Sunday. You know, like the, then right. his teammates play a game Sunday. You know, uh, Derek Carr was talking about that today. You know, hey, we got a job to do. You know, it's terrible. But yeah. we, you know, we got to I don't, I don't, You know, I don't get what you, what you say, except, you know, the woman, I, 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 
don't know anything about the woman right. and her family. Right. Uh, you know, but um, I had no idea. But, you know, the family should receive lifetime help. Right. From the Raiders, you right. know, uh, whatever that entails, you know, and but although nothing will bring back that child. Right. Uh, so I don't really know what you're saying. Like you can't indict uh, the Raiders or the NFL, but you're right. It's it's maybe the byproduct of a sport like that. That's that's uh, high risk, very violent. Um, you know, it's like it was like three forty-five in the morning. Right. You know. You know. So yeah, I mean, what you know, you got this your, your toy because somebody said, well, he's twice legal limit. That's why you should take Ubers and all that. But the point is that you don't want an Uber. You got this money and you got this car you probably always dreamt of having. You got all these toys probably for the first time right. that you've been able to afford and you want to play with them, you know. And I guess there's a sense of entitlement where you're an NFL player or an MLB player or an NBA player. And, you know, in our society, man, you know, celebrity, celebrity trumps everything. Visibility trumps everything. How many followers? How many clicks? It's almost an obsession to be seen, to right. be visible, right. to be a star. And if you're in the NFL, that's one of the prime pillars of American culture: is to be an NFL star at Alabama now with the Raiders. And I guess there probably is this God complex that comes along with that stuff, where in your particular sphere of people you run with. You are the big dog of your group. You know, even if you're not a starter, whatever. You, you play pro football. You're in the NFL. Right. You know, you get a big salary. You can afford the fast car. You know, you can afford the fast life or whatever, you know. And you're 21, 22. If you could imagine yourself at, at 21, 22, I don't know, man. It's like, um, I don't know what you could say except it's tragic. And, and like you said, it's, not necessarily the fault of the NFL, but in a way, it's kind of a, a, a it could be a byproduct of that industry. Right. And we've talked about that before with other things with domestic violence and other acts of violence that's 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 happened. This was also an act of violence and right. just, you know, extreme, obviously, you know, either care, carelessness for other people, but also yourself, you know, to, to do something like that. I mean, it's. It, to me, it falls into the same kind of category, and, and we've discussed it in other in in other circumstances. And I just it just jumped out to me that this is also part of it. You know, getting jumping in a yeah. car and going 156 miles per hour. I mean, I right. can't I can't relate. You know, right? I know. I mean, I, I get you know when I you know, I drive a lot, and me when I get to like 80, <laughs> right. I'm like, you know, man, this is like really too fast. You know? <laughs> Right, <laughs> imagine right. like that times two and i've been on the highway i've seen people man who just blow by you right you know and then with a loaded guy it's just and, and i think kind of getting back to the you know the mental health thing and i think sometimes with athletes you know we probably whether it's naomi osaka simone biles we still probably do not take them seriously as well you're an athlete and you're having fun you're getting other celebrity, you're a gymnast, or you're a football player, basketball player. What troubles do you have? And whatever troubles, you make enough money to be able to, to hire a shrink, you know? 
two of them. Right. So, well, you know what they say, more money, more problems. So yeah. they probably have more uh, me mental issues than, than the average person, you know, when you, when you're up in that stratosphere in terms of what you're making and the pressure that's involved and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, people are getting on Ben Simmons now, you know, it's so funny, the, the mental health aspect of this, like where you got commentators like, Oh, well, you know, he's, he's saying he has mental health issues and we can't, we, we don't want to dis dismiss that. But then they go and dismiss it, you know. Oh, but he's probably lying or whatever. Or like he probably, you know, I'm like, really, the the guy, the the guy shot 26 percent from the foul line in the playoffs. You don't think he had mental health issues? That's what that. That's, like that's what that is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you got there's some issues if you're a professional basketball player and you're shooting 26 percent. You, you something's going on up there. So it's not yeah. hard to believe that he that he has some pressures and. It's overwhelmed. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I guess I guess there've been terrible foul shooters throughout the history, uh, but twenty six percent. That means you rarely <laughs> ever hit a free throw. Right. I know? get I get Shaq. We'll give it. We'll give Shaq an excuse because his I hands know are too big or whatever. And he he shot fifty. He shot about 50 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty six percent is uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you had a guy like Calvin Ridley, I think, from the Falcons. Yes. Yes. Who said that he needed to step away, right. um, you know, from the game. And, you know, in this country where we value, like money is our highest value. So everything can be dismissed because you're making money. Well, what do you mean? You're making money. Right. You know, you, you know, you can afford to buy, you know, a nice house by your mother, you know, so what problems could you have, you know? So, yeah. And, that's that's what, and you, you constantly hear it, like people saying, oh, well, you know, oh, he's making all this money. He's, that's like the first thing people people's responses. Oh, he's making all this money. He's making all this money. Like what? Like like why? Why is that even coming into it? it right. It's just a, it's just your jealousy that that person's making more money. I was hey, I wish I was making that much money too. I think maybe I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to take my chance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. You know, if you think that whatever issues you got to be erased by money. You're right, it creates some others, right. but that ain't one of them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. right, at least you can go wherever you want at any time. Yeah, well, that's just, again, the Henry Ruggs thing kind of brings that up, but uh, it's just a tragic, tragic situation. His life, his family's life, everybody who knew him, right. you know, uh, will never be the same, probably, nor should it be. Right. And he actually lost his best friend. There's an article. He lost his best friend to a car accident like three years ago, three, four years ago. Wow. That's yeah, just a terrible story. Uh, then yet, we're keeping that vein of terrible stories. We moved to the NBA. You know, mm. uh, we've got ESPN dropped a story about Suns owner Robert Sarver, who at the very least is painted as just a, a terrible boss. Right. Just not, not a great person to be around. And we knew that. that that was already public. Yeah. I didn't realize, you know, because I figure in Arizona, man, which is struggling, whether it be purple or red, you know, uh, that, you know, Arizona is just a different kind of state. But this guy, just a really, just a terrible person, apparently. But uh, the story is about detailing a lot of uh, unnamed sources talk about his racism. Right. His misogyny, right. uh, this his language, 
you know, just not a good person. And um, I'm not sure what the anecdote is there. I don't know if, unlike the uh, the Clippers guy, Sterling, Sterling mm-hmm. uh, there was no, there's no smoky gun. I mean, there's no tape recording of all the stuff that he allegedly said. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, hope, maybe something will emerge. Email. Right. Yeah, you know, once yeah. once it rains, it pours. You know that. Like once, once, you know, once you're, you're a little vulnerable, things more things seem to come out in these type of stories. But you know, you're right. As of right now, it's just kind of he said, she said. Uh, you have Earl Watson, former coach of the Suns, former NBA player. Uh, he came out and 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 said, you know, Sarver. Uh, you know, use the N word in front of him uh, in a context of asking why Draymond Green was allowed to say it. How come I can't say it? And then right. Watson says, you know, he told he told him he couldn't say it. Then they had an issue of his, of whether of his agent being Rich Paul and Clutch, and supposedly Sarver had an issue with that. And and Watson claims that's why he ended up being fired. So, but like you said, uh, there's no proof of anything yet. But it sure looks it sure looks believable. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think it, it probably <laughs> is believable. I mean, the fact that you have one adult saying he used the N word, and this other white man saying I never did, knowing it was just him and Watson. Right. That's you know that whole you know your the former right. disgraced right. president saying you know deny, deny, deny. Right. Say no, I didn't say that. I never said that. You know, right. uh, so and that's what this guy's doing. But um, uh, again, we're in a climate where, you know, yeah, I don't doubt it. You know, I mean, I'm sure he said it, but you know, let's wait to see if somebody actually comes to with the recording, with right. the video recording, or with the email, with the letter, with right. something that puts him at the scene as a crime. Right, because with the, going back to the Donald Sterling situation with the Clippers, I mean, obviously that was the big thing. The the girlfriend had the recording. There was nothing he could really say to deny it. We could all we all could hear what he said, and you know, the NBA was then allowed to to come in and kind of force him out. I don't think there's any way the NBA could do that at this point, um, based on you know the evidence is just not strong enough. It doesn't right. seem right. Yeah, clearly. Maybe, but then you had the black general manager uh, throw Watson under the bus, mm. you know, when there was some exchange where, you know, Watson said that Sarver was toxic. Then Sarver screamed back, you're toxic. Then you had Jones come in and say, yeah, well, a lot of stuff that uh, Watson said, he was, you know, inappropriate language and stuff. So we kind of threw Watson a little bit under the bus. Then you say, well... He's a, you know the black GM. What's he supposed to say? Right. You know, you know he, right. he he's got a job. Yeah, I'm curious. What does uh what does star black players say? And then of course you know you got Monty Williams who's right, black. right. And but the, the interesting you got Chris Paul who's who was part of the Sterling situation, right? He right. he was with the Clippers when all that went down. Remember they uh they took their jerseys off or something and put them in the middle right. of the court, whatever they did after that. Uh, but now Chris Paul is here once again, where where the owner, I mean, you know, accused of doing basically the same kind of stuff. Uh, and Chris Paul's got to be like, Jesus, I can't get away from this stuff. Right. <laughs> I, I really know how to choose them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's, and then, of course, thinking with the NBA, you've got uh, Scotty Pippen, 
in the soon-to-be unreleased uh, autobiography, which was written with a friend of the program, mm-hmm. the author Mike Arkosh, who we hope to have on this show. Uh, that's been making the rounds now, right. you know, with, with, with Scotty really becoming vocal about not being respected. And I don't know if you say he hates Michael Jordan, or do you think he really does, or is this just for, is this for, for sales? I don't know. I think I think Scotty's hurt, man. I think he is genuinely hurt for whatever reason. I don't know if if he hates Jordan, but he definitely he he's he's upset about how everything went down, how how he's portrayed. I don't think he feels like he gets the respect he deserves. Even though I mean, he's a top. He was a top fifty guy. He's a top seventy five guy. Uh, I always thought he was a he's a little slight. I hate. I always overrated. thought he was a overrated. To tell you the truth. <laughs> Um, you know, he's complaining like like that Jordan got all the credit in the in the last dance documentary. Uh, Jordan got all the credit during the time he pl- they played together. But, you know, Jordan would have never been what he is without them. And I think Jordan said that he during the doc documentary, Jordan said, I wouldn't be Michael Jordan if it wasn't for Scottie Pippen. You know, he gave him that that kind of credit. I don't know what else he wants. I think actually Jordan's taking that a little too far because I, I disagree. You know, I was, you know, if you're if you're 30 and under, you probably you don't remember this era. You don't remember the 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 mid 90s era. So and there are a lot of people in the industry under, you know, around that 30s, early 30s or whatever that probably don't remember. But I mean, Jordan was really that guy. Like, I like there's no really nobody's exaggerating how good Michael Jordan was. Like he was right. that good. Like it's hard to overstate how good he was. And I hated him. <laughs> When he was playing because he was killing my Knicks. I hated him, you know, but, but when it was over, like that guy was was serious. OK, he had an MVP way before he went on those runs with the Bulls. OK, he was the face of the league. Remember with Spike Lee and Mars, Mars Blackman and all them, right. you know, late 80s, early, early right. 90s. Maybe, maybe Scotty should blame Spike yeah. Lee. Say, how come you couldn't make a commercial with right. me? Exactly, and I'm I'm sure that's next. That's that, that's the way this thing sounds. It's gonna kill Spike Lee. Now. <laughs> it's gonna kill. It's gonna kill Spike Lee. Like you, guy, uh, you, 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 you prop Jordan up. Like, are you serious? <laughs> when when I remember when Scott Scotty Pippen first got there, he as a rookie, he wasn't much. Like nobody really expected him to do much, and it's almost like Jordan had, from my perspective, it's almost like Jordan had to raise him up to to the proper level. Remember. When they were losing to Detroit, and he's mad that they put this in the documentary, but he had that migraine game. The migraine, always, right? It was always and not. And don't get me wrong, I'm not killing Scottie Pippen because I might have had a migraine too, having to go against the bad boys and and Mahorn <laughs> and Rodman just clubbing me over the head every time I went to the basket. I get it, but and they, but they were they were clubbing Jordan too. <laughs> You know, exactly. It was documented. They were like beat the hell out of them. You know? yeah, exactly. Jordan, you know, so Jordan was like a another breed. Okay. So <laughs> right. You yeah. So me, could, Jordan could, made Pippen. As far as I'm concerned, Jordan made Pippen as a basketball player. Okay. Right. Pippen deserves credit. He he definitely helped the Bulls get those championships. He helped. He had a he played a large part in that. Don't get me wrong. But like to be mad at Michael Jordan or act like he's getting too much praise, that's just ridiculous. Well, Scotty should do his own documentary. Right. You know? <laughs> See how many people you watch. Know? Yeah, you do your documentary. And what would that be like? You know, I mean, if you if you made Scotty the star of that documentary, what are the highlight films? <laughs> Most of the highlight films will still be about Jordan. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Pass, passes to Jordan. Passes to Jordan. <laughs> Watching Jordan. <laughs> and then it's free of con- Yes, and then I passed it to Michael Jordan, you know. 
<laughs> or exactly. I was open because five people were on Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, he's been, you know, he's been going on and he's been saying a lot of stuff. He said that that uh, Phil Jackson was racist for uh, allowing Ku Coach to take that shot, which, you know, it's debatable. I remember at the time, you know, people were like, oh, why would he, why is he letting Ku Coach be the star here? So it's not like unheard of that, that, that commentary. But I mean, Ku Coach made the shot. Man, and and under no circumstances in sports are you allowed to just take yourself out of the game, like yeah. like that's never acceptable. Like this this I, I you just can't. I'm surprised he he was forgiven for that. I I remember watching that game. In I remember where I was. I was watching that game on like on in the city on like church in Manhattan. <laughs> you know, like a sports bar, and uh, and this guy they're playing the Knicks. He takes himself out of the game. And, and then Kukoc hits the shot that you were mad that you didn't take, and they win. Like, are you, come on. It's guys. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of issue. That, you know, that, then, then, yeah, there was that. Uh, again, like the Detroit stuff. So, but I don't know, but it's, you know, hopefully it will increase sales of this book. Right. And hopefully. we'll have, you know, Mike Arkosh on to talk all about it. Right. Because um, so, he does have a great story. I mean, he came. He wasn't supposed to be a top 50, top 75 guy when he, like, you know, he came Central Arkansas. Wasn't, you're not even supposed to get drafted from there. So he has a great story. But I just, he just needs to let this Michael Jordan stuff go. Yeah, I'm well, win forget it. that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got a whole book about it. That's true. Yeah, That's probably true. not just about that, but about everything else. Uh, then um, you had LeBron James, you know, obviously one of the greatest basketball players ever, getting out of his lane and talking about the Cleveland Browns situation with Odell Beckham. Right. You know, t- tweeting out, free Odell. Right, know? right. That's you his know, guy. That's his guy. That's his guy. I guess, you know, you could say it's a Cleveland thing. It's Ohio thing. That's right. Know? That's right. Uh, so, you know, you talk about a fall from grace, man. Beckham, uh, kind of like Ben Simmons. Like you were saying, you know, they don't even want him around. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just go home. Just go to your room. This is like the new age in, in sports. Like you just no, nah, no. Nah, we know we're gonna keep paying you, but you just you just can't be around. Just get out of watching. here. You know, just you know. So that's more. That's you know, bizarre. Another bizarre situation with Deshaun. Mm. We'll rather lose. That's I guess that's a multi-billionaire thing. We ain't, we ain't letting what the owner of the the late owner of the Texans say. You know, we would we don't let the inmates run the asylum. Right. So we'd rather you sit. You know. And not pay. We'll pay you your salary. Just don't show up. You're not going to play. Even as we go 0 and 1, 0 and 2, 0 and 3, 0 and 4, 0 and 5. You know, doesn't matter. Because again, we know that people are addicted to our game. And if they're going to show up, they're going to like stick that needle in that thing. You know, even if they lose week after, even with our best player, us say, no, we don't want you to play. And we're not going to trade you, you know. And and also, you know, they 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 know they can get away with it too with the fan base, right? You know, it's like you do this because they know that the fans will agree with them. Uh, right. Will say, right. you know, the, this guy, you this know, black, he's this black guy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a time. I'm trying to. I'm sure, and you know, I'm just bringing it up. There, there, there very well could have been a time where this was done to a white player, but I. Yeah, probably I can't before think there of were it. black players in the league. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, which which was a time, you know, which was a time. I know some people are like, when was that? <laughs> yeah. 
But no, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. That, I'm sure maybe one of our listeners will tell us uh, LinkedIn or you know, tweet out a time. Yeah. Uh, I think it's somebody from LinkedIn direct message and say that he liked our discussion last week about how about you with Khalid uh, uh-huh. Green how, how basketball was becoming this middle class sport now. You know, right. Right. Which was very interesting. Yeah. So uh, I guess finally, uh, uh, I guess it's finally, is it finally yet? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, our friend Dusty Baker, mm. you know, I couldn't even watch, I couldn't even watch the last game. I, I you know, I, I watched it, you know, I watched the series and I, I was ashamed that in game, I guess four, they fell by 4 0 on the Grand Slam home run. Right. And I said, over. And I was delighted to wake up, find that they'd come back and won the game. And I watched the game. I tell you, I watched it again. But this time, game five, when the guy hit that that three-run home run, Jim told me it's over. They're not coming back from that. Right. I, I just could not I could I just couldn't stand to watch, you know, Dusty, you know, lose again. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I tuned in late. Like uh, I think I, you know, baseball. So you you tend to forget it's on sometimes. And I, <laughs> I remember right. Game Six. I t- I tuned. I forgot about it. And then someone was talking about it, and they and they they mentioned they're down six. I think they said they're down six one. I'm like, what? They're losing six one. So I, yeah. I I couldn't even turn to it either. And it was a double whammy for me because I'm rooting for Dusty Baker, but then I also hate the Braves. You know, with a passion mm-hmm. as a as a Mets fan and just in general, like just the Braves, something about the Braves in general. I just well, always, the whole war shop thing. The yeah, uh, the yeah it's just oh, it's terrible. So yeah. just I could not watch them win. And it, you know, I got friends and family in Atlanta and or just in the South period, like North Carolina, and they were all Braves fans. I just couldn't. You know, I'm I'm, I'm booing them for being happy. I can't take it. Yeah. Then you got the trial of uh, uh, Aubrey. Yeah, uh, taking place. I think they've got the jury, uh, all white jury except one. <laughs> well, is right. it, are we are we still in 1966? This is some people's well, mind. That's well, they got well, they got back in 66. They put they would have been none, no black. Right, but I guess I so they, they got, they got one. Yeah, they got one black juror. This is, I mean, you know, this is it's, it's, this is the judicial system, right there. Uh, yeah, that you're allowed to just strike off jurors because because they're black and come up with any excuse, and that right. and that, that, that flies, you know, and if right. or that it flies that 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 a black person or a black person's life should be judged by all white people, you know, or or you know, black people should not have a say in what happens in a, in any given trial, that whether it includes them or not, you know, it's just. I mean, we're still we're still way, right. way, way, way behind. Way behind, way behind. So we'll be following that. But yeah, I'm with you. But the the Braves, the Falcons, you know, maybe the Hawks. The Hawks are okay for some yeah, reason. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe Dominique Wilkins. I you know I liked him. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, like black the Falcons. I don't know. You know. Uh, so I guess that's kind of it, man. Is there anything that? Uh, uh, we're missing, you know. We yeah, kind of talked about. I meant to ask you this last episode, but before we get out of here, I got remember they had the uh, the the top seventy five NBA players, of which you had right. you had a vote, and I know you had some out of the box, outside the box people that you included, but for but for good reason. 
So there were a couple yeah, guys that you mentioned to me. At so guys I'd never heard of, honestly, like Tarzan. You got yeah, to tell me about this. Chuck Cooper, Tarzan, uh -huh. Chuck Cooper, Earl Lloyd, mm -hmm. uh, Nathaniel Sweetwater Clifton. Those are the first African-Americans who played the NBA, you know. And so I put them down, you know, because I said, you know, I'm sure, I, I don't think any of them made it, you no. know. But said, you know, how hard was it for those brothers, you know, right. uh, the first to play? So yeah, but I, I put I put those three down just to, you know, remind them yeah. that you know you talk that, about influential, uh, you know, in a in a league that is now eighty percent black, you know, yeah. the, the the first the guys that 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 really opened the you know opened the door for everybody else. And, and it was kind of late, and, late and yeah, late and weren't allowed and obviously. Weren't allowed to weren't allowed to succeed like they probably should have if they didn't have all this other outside pressure on them. You know, just being black in America yeah, at that time, particularly. Played with the Knicks, and so funny that Clifton was this guy. In fact, he's from Chicago. He went to DuSable, where my dad taught. Uh, but this guy was could he was a big guy, but he could handle. He could dribble. He he was just such a talented guy. Great softball player. But with the Knicks, all they wanted him to do was rebound, you know. And they talk about how he had to really dumb down his game, you know. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Tell me about but, who was Tar who was the guy with the, with the Tarzan nickname? Because I never I heard of Clifton, but I never heard of this other yeah, guy. Chuck Cooper, Chuck Tarzan Cooper. Uh, I think he also played with the Harlem Rens. Mm. Uh, I don't want to misspeak, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, people should just Google him. Chuck Cooper, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just a big guy, you know, enforcer type guy, as you might expect, Tarzan. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, talk, talk about a great nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great Chuck Tarzan Cooper. And then uh, Earl Lloyd, who I did get a chance to meet briefly. I think he played with uh, Detroit. Mm -hmm. uh, and they all had a distinction. One was the first drafted. One was the first signed and one was the first to play. I'm not uh, sure which was which uh, between being drafted, signing the contract. I think Earl Lloyd may have been the first to sign a contract. And Clifton and might think, have been the first to play. Yeah. And then like. I think maybe Cooper was the first to get drafted. Uh -huh. But they each had a different distinction in the same year. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, those were, those were my three in the 70s. Uh, you know, I was, good to see, I was glad to see Tiny Archibald. Right. Because people oftentimes overlook Tiny, uh, just a great player. Otherwise, I think everything else, pretty much. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'd vote for Dwight Howard. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, would, I don't think I would have. I mean, he's he's the analytics guys. Like they love him uh, because they'll say, you know, he he dom. Statistically, they feel like he dominated uh, the center position. You know, for that time period. But but who were the other? Who were the other centers at that time? And and all them, you know, they talk about he made all these all NBAs, but they were all that was all determined by position. So just because you were better than all the other centers in a in a in a time where there were no other centers, does does that mean you were, you know, how great were you really? But you know, it's, it's a close call. You got a lot of people who feel like he should have been on there. I do yeah. I do agree with them that that you know maybe the way he's portrayed now and and the things he's done the last seven years or so probably had an effect on how people view him. That's, that's probably true. Um, but, you know, I didn't think he had an overwhelming case. 
Yeah. Well, then you you know, well, good for him. He won a championship finally. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, maybe maybe he may even win two. Though I, at this point, I wouldn't necessarily bet on the Lakers. I'm not. I'm not betting on the Lakers right now. I can't do it. Yeah. I bet on the Nets before I bet on the Lakers, and the Nets. I'm not even sure about them. Yeah. Well, it's too bad. I mean, somebody's got to win this. Because <laughs> you look around, well, somebody's got to win. Who knows? It could be. It could be Phoenix. Wouldn't it be something to, if the Suns win and you've got your boy Sarah up there raising oh, the <laughs> raising the trophy. Oh my God! <laughs> patting, patting the black players on the head you know, <laughs> for good luck. My N word. My N word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I won't say it. I won't say the word. <laughs> Can I call oh. you my brother? What about that? <laughs> oh. Yeah, then I guess you know maybe Milwaukee can balance it out. Milwaukee can repeat. Yeah, Milwaukee. You know? Milwaukee's in the mix. Man, it could be a surprise like it was last year. No one expected really Milwaukee or yeah. or Phoenix. Yeah, well, let's get through this in in the NFL season. You know, yeah. Well, usually when the NFL season is in February, that's when I'll start watching. Right. Seriously, right. the NBA. Yeah, you know, because now it's just like yeah. Everybody's clearing their throats. Yeah. That is true, but you know the way that the way sports is covered. The way I was talking about this the other day with sports, not just sports, it's everything now. It's just like everybody only concentrates. They put so much stock into what's going on right now. Nobody knows history. Nobody has any perspective. No context. Everybody. So now the, the NBA season's already only eight games into the season, and everybody's making proclamations. When right. when the season is over, you don't remember anything that happened in the first ten games. And it doesn't right. matter. I was looking at the standings, the first eight games. I'm like, this doesn't, this doesn't mean anything. So you're right. right. No real point in talking about any of this until February. Except, you know, as somebody said, content. We need content. Yeah, yeah. So content you know, you've got this huge voice. So it's like this huge furnace. And you have to keep shoveling coal right. into this huge, you know, uh, uh, furnace with insatiable appetite. Yeah. So if that means we treat, you know, the NBA each each game, like it's like cataclysmic. And same thing with NFL, you know. Yeah. Same thing. Only thing we don't talk about is hockey and soccer. It's just, <laughs> it's just it's still. I know it's just too it's too big a stretch. Yeah. So, and U.S. soccer is getting a little better this year, from what I could tell. They've they've had some wins. Uh, that they you know I've had people talk to me. We need to talk. We need to talk more about soccer. As the world, yeah, well, we, yeah we may closer. have we may have uh, uh, Rich Nichols on, who uh, at one time represented the women, mm. women's soccer, right? You know, and he was also Mary Jones' attorney mm. at one point. So maybe we'll have uh, uh, and Hope Hope Solo, I think, right? He represents her. So maybe we'll have those two on to talk soccer. Yeah, yeah, and okay. and, and uh, how can soccer? Will soccer ever get a foothold in the United States? You know, well, they, I don't like, know. Like you always say, if they start letting, uh, you know, if they start opening the game up to everybody at the youth level and beyond, maybe it will. When, yeah. they, start, when they start letting the, the best athletes compete. Yeah, you know. no, they don't. You got these people that they don't want it. They don't want it to become like the NBA, <laughs> right. where you have all these people of color playing soccer. You know. These people, kids from Central America, South America, right? You know, dominating the team. That's what the team looks like, right? And, and it's, it's like right now, it's like a white middle class sport, right? And they want to keep it like that, you know. So, well, and they they're doing a good job. You know? Yeah, probably would like to keep turn everything into that 
you know. Uh, yep. Like this old, you know, we talk about the black quarterback day, uh, you know. By the way, as we end the show, have our black quarterback power rankings changed? No, you know, I'm going to go ahead and skip this week uh, because nothing, nothing really changed. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson didn't even play. Uh, Dak Prescott didn't play. So it's basically the same as it was last week. You know, I'm still going to keep Dak at, at the top. Kyler Murray, still number two. Jackson, still number three. Mahomes, I know everybody's on him, uh, but he's still he's still at number four. The the one change that happened, you know, which is which is a terrible one, is Jameis Winston, who I had just moved, oh, yeah. up, to four, moved up to five the previous week because, you know, he, he had New Orleans winning and, and all that. Uh, he goes down with a season-ending ACL injury. Uh, so, you know, he's lost his chance to really show that he could lead a team to the playoffs and beyond. So that's that was pretty sad. Yeah, that was uh, sad. We'll, yeah. see. we'll he see. He was we'll a see. safety. Yeah, and we'll see. And so now he's out for at least a year, and will he ever be able to get back and get another starting position? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, and on a bad, on a on an illegal tackle. A yeah. horse collar tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody was saying that when you get, when you injure somebody like that, should the player who doesn't be penalized to stay out as long as as long yeah. as the player he injured stays out. Uh, in this case, should the guy who injured him miss the miss the rest of the year? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a hard that's a harsh penalty, but that is a very harsh penalty. Yeah, you know, but maybe it will. Guys wouldn't even think about it anymore. Yeah, so. All right, brother. Well, listen, man, this has been uh, food for thought. We'll see what the NFL does. Does it continue to cover up? You know, I, my vote is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. What, what else do they do? Yeah. Well, just like how they covered up, you know, the severity of uh, head concussions and head injuries. Right. And how they did the whole thing with uh, race norming so they wouldn't have to play, pay, you know, black you know, black foot, former black football players, you know, how they had, you know, I mean, so this league, this league has just continued to, to cross over the line of integrity, but it doesn't because it's, you know, it's just almost too big to fail. So we know that, you know, that it's like being the right to a God. There is no accountability. We don't have to be, there's nothing we can do that's going to have people, exit our game right. the sponsors aren't exiting it the fans aren't exiting it you know so yeah. i mean like I, like I said at the beginning of the show when this is a league that refused to come out with a report because they don't want anything in writing right like when have you ever heard that right. and really it's ingenious but when have you ever heard that right <laughs> yeah you said no <laughs> Yeah, so that's the league we continue to cover. You know, we'll be at the games. We'll be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> if they'll have us. <laughs> <laughs> edit this. Edit this. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. So listen, right. man. So, uh, Jamal, where can people uh, listen to our podcast? Yes. Thank, thanks to the listeners. Uh, continued support. Really appreciate it. Uh, keep listening to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us on Instagram and interact with us 
on all social media platforms. On Instagram, we are at BrosPod. On Twitter, we are at BrosPod. Uh, we'll be putting up clips of this episode and more. Um, and also on Facebook, Bill Roden on Sports. I think we need to create a, a, a TikTok uh, page because that's where it's at. Now. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, yeah, we need to do that. Probably get our Instagram game up too. I guess TikTok yeah. is yeah, TikTok, kind of overtaking. Yeah, TikTok is is the thing right now. So this thing, yeah. man, every every couple of years is something new. Yeah, TikTok, and then we ought to get cryptocurrency to, to sponsor our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to invest in that personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they, I have no idea what it is, but you know. They're doing something. They're doing something right. My wife works at a at a Morgan Stanley, and a lot of them, a lot of the the people, are leaving to go to different crypto companies. So they're getting really? real people over there. Wow. Huh. Well, you do some intel, man. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I, the thing is, when I go to a grocery store, can I buy Snickers with cryptocurrency? Well, not yet. You know, but that's I'm sure. I'm sure in the future and and look everything someone someone broke it down to me like this like you know everything else is digital what you don't think money's going to be going to be digital I and mean, everything else is is going that way why wouldn't why wouldn't money go that way so i mean that's yeah. a simplified way to think about it but yeah it's like buying an electric car you know <laughs> so, you know i gotta buy an electric car next so. right all right well listen people Continue to be healthy. Do not be like Aaron Rodgers, you know. Yeah. And uh, at least be honest. Gotten, be honest. You know, stop lying. Yeah, be, be honest. Don't don't be an Aaron Rodgers. Right. Uh, Aaron, we'll call Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you know. And good good luck to uh, who's his backup. Good luck uh, to just, Justin Love. Yeah. yeah. Good luck to Justin Love in Kansas City. He's his time is good. He's catching he's catching Kansas City at a downward spiral. Yes, he is. You know. Yes, so as long as they keep sourcing in the back, in the, in the defensive backfield, we'll have a shot, you know. I think you may be the only white defensive back in the NFL. <laughs> right. Just, yeah. to, just to love you. Yeah. Hopefully have a big game. Maybe we can crack into the, uh, into the black quarterback power rankings. That would be good. You know, uh, Garoppolo pushed uh, our guy in San Francisco further back, yep. you know, yep. with, with, with that performance against, Fuck useless bears. Right. Yeah. Even though, even though, uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Fields had a good game, and he probably his best game as a bear. So that's a good sign. Yeah, we have to have my brother back on. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Listen. Continue to be safe. Continue to listen. Uh, but be safe. All right. God bless. <laughs> Pray. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.